knock on my door oh. i've been waiting for you i've been waiting for you three's companies too <laughs> it's always three's companies when you're at the jigsaw because it's me brian mm-hmm. and the lord welcome mm. to another episode Ooh, of the jigsaw podcast my name is josh rogers <laughs> and i am Brian Hare. And we are your favorite Casa Negroes back to mm-hmm. talk about the perils, the yes. praises, the yes. productivity, and the public circumstance of being Afro-Americans in America. Brian, how are you, brother? Uh, it is a great day to be black. Oh, yes, it um, is. It is a great day. I'm glad to be black, glad to be in this good black skin. Josh, what would happen to you if you woke up white? If I woke up white, I cry. <laughs> I cry. I'd be on the watch list, the sick and shut in list. I'd be I'd be down bad, down bad. You'd be having dope in my veins and not hope in my brain. Because <laughs> I've the, lost my melanin. What did the Pats from Memphis say? He said, You want to go to your lesson when I be smart in school? Get away from the drugs. Well, he decided, excuse me. You would never get anywhere smoking the pipe. Mm-hmm. Never. Never. You want to get your lesson when I get smart in school? Get away from the drugs. <laughs> Get away from the in crowd. Get a close to God. <laughs> Find you a church home. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what he said. What's been going on, man? Man, nothing, man. Just glad to be here. Um, what's going on with you, bro? Nothing. I am feeling like an island boy. Mm-hmm. Drake got me feeling like a lover boy. <laughs> oh, don't he? You know, I just, I just, I just feel all right in my soul. Hallelujah. I feel all right in my soul. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So last week we had a, you know, we talked about Kanye. We did, and the and the and the and the um, what what do we Donda 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 <laughs> and uh, <laughs> strong black name, <laughs> strong black name, you know, and the and the self um, serving, attention seeking behavior of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten any good feedback? What you what you find out? Like feedback from last week's episode. Uh, I've heard some good things about that episode, and I guess a lot of people were really saying like, "I know who y'all talking about," but they they weren't saying that we knew who they were talking about. But it was kind of like they knew like people who, you know, they wanted to share it with and be like, "Um, y'all should listen to this episode of the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some same sentiments. A homeboy actually hit me. It was like, "Hey, you know, Kanye really do be Kanye, and I know some Kanyes." I'm like. <laughs> Don't we all? We all know some Kanye's. We all we know do. some Kanye's. The ones who just want all the attention for all the things. Mm-hmm. For none of the good reasons. We, we don't care about y'all. <laughs> we don't care about y'all. We hope, you know, we hope, if anything, if you mm-hmm. were the attention seeker in a mm-hmm. negative and toxic way, mm-hmm. that our show led you to therapy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is the hope. <laughs> you sit on some black woman's couch. That's my preference. <laughs> the and, blessed hope. <laughs> oh, oh, the blessed hope. I like that. <laughs> and 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 you were able mm-hmm. to work out your mm-hmm. psychological salvation. Oh yes, God. Speaking of psychological salvation, Brian, have you caught up with the psyche mm-hmm. of the young people? Oh, in have. the LA, <laughs> I know you're of the say. sweet life. <laughs> I have, and this is a time where you know I, I, the challenge was put out there for me to catch up on the show, and I, I caught up on the show. You actually caught up. I did, um, it, and it's a, it's a. I want to be caught up. 
That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one, though. Go ahead. That rap track. Oh, oh, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> that's real good. Um, a, a good show. Really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, based off what you were saying, yes, they are young. They're, you know, Generation Z. Um, they're in their mid-20s. Um, their issues and problems are not my issues and they problems. Not my issues and problems. <laughs> um, what to me, I'm thinking like, oh, this is corny. This is lame. The girls are like, oh, that's so cute. I love him. Aww. You know, um, some of the conversations like the, uh, you know, the splitting of the rent, you know, have this, you know, how that conversation is. And Ooh, um, from the girl who ain't even got no real job. But go ahead. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um. Just all the things, all the different fan groups and the and the um they I'm not you know, spoiler, but you know, spoiler. Uh when they went to the to uh what is the girl's name? T Lynn, I want to say Thailand. Thailand. Mm-hmm. Uh her birthday uh party um, Extravaganza. Extravaganza the with the twenty something people, right, in the house. And then those two friends, the the, the couple that was real just extra Kanye and Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> yes, it's saying about you. Like it's saying about you. Mm-hmm. And got mad when they got pulled to the carpet. Right. Um, but uh, great show. But uh, uh, what, you know what? You know what? Pause right there. So we talk about Tyler. Mm-hmm. If that girl cries every episode. She does. She cried in the crystal store. She cried at a legacy brunch. She cried <laughs> at a birthday. She, she just girl. A lot of crying. She cried when she <laughs> showed up with her daddy, who was in jail. So I understood some of that. Um, but good, good show. It was good to see um, these young black kids, you know, seeking, you know, trying to seek after their dreams mm-hmm. and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Part of me was kind of like, I, di- I didn't have, I didn't, in my mid 20s, I was full married. I think you're in your mid 20s, you were full married too. Yeah. So um, this was not my 20 something experience. Not part my experience. Mm-hmm. Part of me was kind of like, I would have wondered what it would have been like, you know, me in my mid 20s single like what does that life look like what would would that have looked like Mm. oh not liking unto holiness (laughs) listen (laughs) i'm so glad that jesus saved me (laughs) i might not have made it to this side listen but no it's a great show and can we talk can we pause the calls and talk about Mm -hmm. how Issa Rae does not get enough credit for curating such musical playlists. She does. The way she lines up music with scenes and just, oh, mm-hmm. I mean, she, it was just so dope. Now, let me tell you who my least favorite character is on Sweet Life, and we Go can move it. on. Mm-hmm. Jordan. Jordan, yes. Jordan, like, you know, what really put the nail in the coffin, spoiler, because I don't care, because if you got HBO Max, it's already there, so I don't care. <laughs> That when they did like the podcast episode and he couldn't understand his privilege, mm-hmm. and then Ger- Gerald could not understand the ways in which why he was low key responsible for it going all the way left. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, he's just a real toxic Kanye esque type friend, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I just didn't like. And I, I get it, Thailand did not have the proper timing in which she originally addressed it. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that that was still the wrong place, whether it was the end of the photo shoot or not. Mm-hmm. But I will say, whether that was her boyfriend or not, I understood her point. Like, bro, you are the host of this show. Mm-hmm. You curated this conversation and environment. Mm-hmm. And that's your boy. Like, while 
each one of them may have had points. The fact that your boy has so many blinders mm-hmm. that you couldn't even be like, hey, hey, let's 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 all take a breather. Mm-hmm. Step like you know, even if you just did that, let's take a breather, let's step back and let's talk one on. And if we can't calm down, let's come at it another time. Like mm-hmm. I think that's the point of it. Now you know, Gen Z is real good for using word accountability a lot. And she did that <laughs> a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that that's all she was really asking for was just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Your boy was out of pocket. Right. And it took, and his mom, and I love that his mama was like, he's not wrong. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> I had a good job and a lot of people don't. And that's my thing. And, and it reminded me so much of white people and their privilege. Mm-hmm. Especially ones be like, I'm self made, but your daddy gave me a million dollars. Right. Like, so I don't think the old boy was like, I ain't see your ski row. It was like, that's the only way to struggle. All he's saying is that I don't, I didn't have, I wasn't fortunate enough to have a two parent household mm-hmm. and a mom specifically who's willing to take her good job and mm-hmm. the money from said good job to fund my dream. Mm-hmm. I ain't even got parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you have to understand that's love. And I think and we could probably have this conversation, uh, a little whole living room conversation. Yeah, we can. How we can, as black people, sometimes recognize the privilege that we see. That I think in me and you, as, as men in general, that's mm-hmm. a privilege, yep. right? To be to be cisgendered men is a privilege. The fact that you and I both are college educated, that is a mm-hmm. level of privilege. You know, yep. I know people now who are trying to navigate life and trying to find their next job. But it's hard because while a degree doesn't guarantee success, a degree does sometimes open up a door too, right? Right. So I understand like where I am positions me for certain things. But anyway, that's kind of, that's my beef with Jordan. He's like real spoiled, real pamper, and he doesn't, I don't think he understands how he comes off. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he he was real. Like, I feel like the the last two episodes Mm -hmm. was just like last week's show personified. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah and part of me was kind of like you know part of me was like you know it was just ma- like a maturity but i'm thinking like at my 20s i probably wasn't i don't think i was you know as immature but you know who who, who knows right mm-hmm. so um but definitely a good show i would recommend folks to go out Absolutely. there and check it out um good wholesome reality tv <laughs> wholesome it is <laughs> but definitely one of the better less derogatory mm-hmm. reality tv it ain't, it ain't right. uh what's the girl who do the vh1 stuff um the producer who do all the love and hip-hop what is oh, it? Uh, Mona Scott Mona, Young. it ain't Mona no Mona Scott Young. Young stuff it ain't none <laughs> Thank of that. You got. um but it's it's good though mm-hmm. i think if you liked any of the older reality tv shows like the mpv used to have mm-hmm. this is better and blacker it gives me real college hill meets ball mm-hmm. and hills yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 real world you know vibes and yeah, they, they, but the one thing i do love about it we can move is that it is even though they're not my problems i still saw myself in certain ways at 25 like when mm-hmm. i was young, like i think one of the other girls birthday party was like we've got to send that text because everybody ain't sent their money for the room and i was like you know they're still <laughs> splitting Bruh. rooms and splitting the hotels and how like you know what I'm saying we all got a degree of success but everybody gonna put their 200 dollars in <laughs> to make yes. this to make this thing happen listen so like i just love the real i i love the fact that it was still that real like mm-hmm. In the first episode, PJ was holding up a piece of. It reminded me of the Green Pontiac. I said, "I rode in the car like this with Brian." <laughs> yes, the um, the, uh, the the mirror thing uh, kept falling. 
Yeah, I, I, it definitely brought me back to my my bucket car days. Thank I you. I was like, I was like, me and Brown was rolling in that buddy ain't brother. Listen, brother we got, it was getting us around the city, wasn't listen, it? We went, we ain't. Let's listen. Me and Brian ain't new to this. We've been brothers a long time. A long time before we had money. <laughs> listen, he almost killed me with that exhaust. But we brothers, brothers a long time. He used to give He's me my taters. In the car. He used to give me my taters and my, and my chicken. I did. <laughs> and my slaw from churches mm-hmm. after church. church after church. <laughs> and your sprite. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, we've been here. We've been here a long time. We've been here a long time, brother. We've been a long time. But speaking of being for a long time in Brothers, um, we do have an announcement. I guess we want to make. We have a new family member. We do have a new family member. We do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good shout out to our good brother, friend of the podcast, friend in real life, uh, to Chris and Kiana. They actually welcomed a new baby boy on um, last Friday the 3rd. So, we are going to give a big shout out to you all. We love you. We um, appreciate you all. And we're glad that you are now parents. Uh, welcome to this side of the life. That's he graduated a, to be a dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, that pump is okay. <laughs> but uh, congrats to Chris. Congrats to Kiana for uh, being your parents. And nephew, we got a certified lover boy nephew. He was born on do. Drake's album release. We do. And he's going to be light skinned probably. So. Ooh, we got we to watch him. He was born on certified lover boy day. <laughs> born on certified lover boy day. Um, so. Anything else before we uh, go a little further into the song of the yep. week? Two big things. Y'all already know October 24th is coming. Watch Party yep. with us. Mm-hmm. Additional details are still coming, so please be on the lookout for that. We're going to be dropping them real, real, real soon. Yep. And we're looking for a social media manager. I said we would say it in the beginning, and here it is. If you know somebody uh-huh. that knows somebody or knows somebody, or maybe even if it's you, you want to work with us, you want to grow with us, send mm-hmm. an email to uh, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Put in the subject line social media manager and we will get back with you. Um, mm-hmm. So connect with us. Um, we're looking to grow. We're looking to do the things. Brian, it's your turn. Yes. A song of the week. I have a song of the week and I'm going to do a song okay. that is within theme for okay. the episode. Okay. Um, and it's a song that I, I, I really like. So okay. Here, here, here it goes. All right. Okay, that was way too sexy. Way too sexy. By the certified lover boy himself, Drake, featuring Grant, future, if you know him. <laughs> right, featuring featuring Future and Young Thug mm-hmm. uh, off of the new certified lover boy album by Drake. So I'm a uh, great song, good song off great the album. Song. Great song, great song of that. It is the new. And remember, remember when we were asking like, what would be your biopic song? Mm-hmm. Had to change all the things. That's a good one. It opens up with certain with, with, way too sexy. <laughs> Josh Rogers biopic opens up with way too sexy. <laughs> way too sexy. <laughs> way too sexy. Way too sexy. I love it. I love it. Good song. So that's the song you're weak. I, way too sexy. Way too sexy for this mic. <laughs> <laughs> too sexy for this hype. Hey.
Bars. <laughs> Too sexy for these dykes. <laughs> I'm keeping it going. Too sexy for these dykes. Too sexy for these likes, I guess. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. I would say psych, but I too sexy. We on the roll. We on the roll. Um, too sexy if you know the white people have the lice. Too sexy for the oh. lice. <laughs> too sexy for the lice. Too sexy for those mice. <laughs> um, oh, too sexy for overcooked rice. <laughs> Excuse me to anyone in the LGBTQ community that may have offended. I don't want y'all to counsel me. Okay. <laughs> I love my brothers and sisters and my non-binary people. Okay. We do. I just, it just rhymed and it flowed. So I don't, <laughs> don't, don't put me in there with Boosie. I'm sorry. We are Brian, not there. Let's go to the blessing before, <laughs> before, before we get canceled. <laughs> let's go to the blessing before we get canceled. Let's go. Yeah. All right, we are here at the Bless Up Report, um, and I don't remember if I've done this Bless Up person before. I'm going to do it because I just, you know, love black business and I patronize them. Um, so, Charlize Johnson and In My Feelings Bakery, I don't remember if we've done it before, but I'm going to do it again. Okay. So, In My Feelings was actually started to give customers a chance to design their own flavored cupcakes. Uh, it's actually here located in Atlanta, really in the Swanee area, so outside of Metro Atlanta. So, hopefully, it'll be great to have the, some cupcakes for Ooh. our um, upcoming event. So, Charlize, uh, reach out mm. to us. Um, people love cupcakes. Um, <laughs> so, Charlize Johnson, for those that do not know, she is actually the owner of In My Feelings. Her bakery, her first bakery, Intimate Eats, was actually started in 2013. And her creations have been featured on Food Network, Bravo, and VH1. So, she's out here doing real things. She's a real baker, a uh, real um, person who does things on the on the TV. And uh, I think it would be great to have some cupcakes. So, shouts out to you. Um, I think cupcakes would be amazing at our watch party. I like cupcakes. Josh, do you like cupcakes? I love cupcakes. Okay. So, bless up to Charlize Johnson. Bless up to her. Bless up, sis. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think we... (laughs) I want to read this. I want to read this message. (laughs) I'm reading it. I'm reading it. So, somebody just sent me. Okay. Um, You think we can make a vagina-flavored... Cupcake. Oh, the Badu cupcake. <laughs> the Badu cupcake. Um, I think that would be great. Um, what does it? What does that he taste like? It's like butterscotch. Like what is it? <laughs> Tastes like heaven. <laughs> Tastes like God made it Himself. Listen, <laughs> God scooped up that dirt. <laughs> Listen, dirty oh. church cream filling. <laughs> oh God, I thank you. <laughs> All the all the things that you make, you do all things. You well, do all man. things well. <laughs> all things well. Ah, oh, you can't eat just one. <laughs> like oatmeal cream pie, <laughs> sweet honey in a rock. Ah, uh, yes, sir. I like my like a chocolate Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's move along because creamy you know. like ice cream, no sherbet. Go ahead, Listen. Brian. <laughs> a, famous, oh. a famous poet named Project Pat said, "Make that twat <laughs> hot, like busting a pimple on the thigh." Okay, 
So tell me why it makes sense. He said, I'm just quoting what he said. You, you ain't right it. You ain't right it. Ain't right it. Just... And secondly, I ain't heard the word twat in about 20 years. <laughs> Back at home, we call it a chotra. Well, in Memphis, we called it a twat. <laughs> Go ahead, oh. Mike. Shout out Charlize now. Charlize, bless up to you. If y'all uh, new to the podcast, feelings. I promise we love God. <laughs> we do love the Lord. I love God. Do you love God? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Listen, can we pause and talk about how that makes no sense? <laughs> the, the worst. The absolute worst. Now, I know I played that on my gospel verses. You did. You <laughs> but, did. But Because it's still a bop. But in, and like most trap music, certain lines. Make no sense. Mm-mm. But go ahead. Rest. I think we got to rest up because God let the death hand loose. He did. God said, it's all right. I'm going to let the hand go this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so rest up to Michael K. Williams. Uh, he passed away at age 54. For those that did not know, uh, he played Omar Little on HBO uh, The Wire, which is one of my favorite shows. Joshua has not seen The Wire as of yet, unfortunately. But I will say that was actually a big, 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 big role for him. Um, Familiar with him, uh, just not The Wire. The Wire was a really good show, um, set in Baltimore about drugs and all that kind of stuff. But his character, and the show's been out for a long time, so I spoiler or not, I don't care. Um, his 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 character was was gay. Oh, so, really? Yes. So it was. Was, it was he like amazing. a DL thug person? No, he was. Oh, he was open. He okay, was open, an open thug. Um, and this so, was like early two thousands when the Wire was out, right? Yeah. So okay. it was a, a breakthrough character. So Omar. Uh, Omar Little was a breakthrough character. Uh, I would definitely recommend to go watch The Wire. Season two is a little slow, um, but the show is a really good show. Uh, so keep on watching. He was also uh, Albert Chalky White on HBO series Boardwalk Empire. He was also acclaimed for his role as Jack G, the husband of Bessie Smith, in HBO television biopic uh, Bessie. He acted in supporting roles in a number of films. I'm pretty sure y'all have seen them. The Road, Inherent Vice, The Night of Oz. Gone Baby Gone, 12 Years a Slave, When We Rise, When They See Us, which was a Netflix movie about the, um, I don't want to say the Central Park, the Exonerated Five, mm-hmm. um, and Hap and Leonard. He also received five Primetime Emmy Award nominations, three for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or Movie, and one for Supporting Actor, uh, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series, uh, which is actually he's nominated right now and one for um outstanding informational series or special so michael k williams i'm not going to say what the cause of death was we don't really know what the cause of death was there are some mm-hmm. speculations out there for sure um but we definitely want to uh give a rest up to this brother good strong black brother no one has ever said anything negative about him that i've seen mm-hmm. um he, and he just did that he just did the the um what's the thing called the celebration of DMX, like he was one oh, of the yeah, people that he's one, yeah, that tribute him, right? Yeah, so it's just so weird that you know this is a guy who's a definite black icon, staple in the in black culture in terms of his his work, and and The Wire is one of those shows that it's like you know even though you haven't seen it, it's one of those black shows. I that, only yeah, hear great you know. things about it, so I think I'm yeah. gonna probably will go. Is, is it on HBO Max? Michael B. Jordan, yes, it's on HBO Max. Yeah. So it's one of those shows for the culture. And if you and once you see it, you're gonna be like, oh, I understand all these these inside jokes or these phrases and terms and all that kind of stuff that a lot of people have been using over the years. So rest up to Michael K. Williams, uh good, good, good brother, uh passing away. Uh we praying for you and your family. 
Uh, and Josh is kissing two fingers up to the sky as we do in customary fashion for bless up. So rust up, bless up, and now it's time to go to the billboard, Josh. Ready. Let's go. They don't last long. We get to the point. We know you love it because it's every fan's favorite joint. Uh-huh. These are Josh Rogers athletic abbreviations. That's good. That's this good. week on Josh Rogers athletic abbreviations, Drake is teaming up with ESPN. This is our favorite kind of abbreviations. It is mm-hmm. culture and sports collab. What do you yes, call sir. that? A collision. ESPN <laughs> announced Tuesday <laughs> that the network is teaming up with Drake to curate the music for certain Monday night football games. Mm-hmm. I would love to see way too sexy play as some of the football love, players, I would you love know, it. do the, uh, what's it, the dirty bird or whatever they do <laughs> in the end zone. Okay. Drake's recent sports center hack announced his certified lovable album release makes more sense now after the announced partnership and according to ESP to the end, um, Drake will provide music during live telecasts, pregame shows, Monday Night Football promotional spots, and the certified lover boy will be tasked with providing music for 10 games throughout the 2021-2022 season beginning this week. Um, mm-hmm. So, that concludes Josh Rice's athletic abbreviations. Mm. Um, standard thing with music. I just want to go here real quick, Brian. You ready? Go for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Always knew yes. I would feel this magic for you. Mm-hmm. Hey, on my mind, constantly in my arms is where you should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love you here by me, baby. Mm-hmm. You let my love fly freely. Mm-hmm. I want you in my life for all times. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. caught up in the rapture of love. Uh huh. Hey, nothing mm-hmm. else can compare mm-hmm. when I feel the magic of you. Yes, yes, yes. The feelings always new. Oh my god, I could just go on and on yes. and on, but that's mm-hmm. because Auntie Nita is back a couple of months yes. ago. Anita Baker asked us, all of her fans, to mm-hmm. not stream her music while she was working yep. out a deal to gain control, recontrol of her masters, and mm-hmm. we are pretty sure that houses have suffered. Some of y'all, some of y'all houses are nasty. Anyway, anyway, so just got a little bit dirtier because Anita <laughs> Baker is like the queen of house cleaning, Saturday cleaning mm-hmm. music. Well, mm-hmm. Auntie Nita has given us permission to stream her music again because she got all the things. So now we can sing all the songs to the top of our lungs, like I just did, introducing this part. Brian, what is your favorite Auntie Nita song? Ooh, give it to me. I know I put you on the spot, but give it to me. Give it to uh, me. Oh, Rapture's mine. It's my go-to every time. Uh, it's not giving it the best you got. Uh and, and the thing I when it's, when I saw the, the the um the message come through uh-huh. um that we could actually listen to her music, yeah. I immediately went to the greatest hits. Like <laughs> immediately and it turned it on. Um it might be You're my angel. Okay. But it's not that one though. Okay. Um, I'm about to say commit sing. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Ain't no need worrying. One of the best gospel songs ever. Tonight is going to, uh, <laughs> That's a good one. It'll be all uh, woo, in the morning. You bring me joy. That's a good one. You sound like Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. You're the best thing at. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Oh. We love Auntie Nita. We do. And we are so happy that you- We love- Oh, that's one. <laughs> yeah, don't you get me started. We're going to concert. Listen, all right, let me calm down. But staying in- Oh, can, can I tell you something as I introduce mm-hmm. the next thing on the billboard? Okay. I introduced my son, sons, to what mm-hmm. I believe is one of the greatest rap verses of all time. Okay. And it is the intro verse by Andre Three Stacks on the International Players Anthem by UGK. Great. I listened to that today. And not, you, you, not know what, you know what Jada walked around the house saying afterwards when we got home? What? He was like, keep your heart, Three Stacks. Three. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. Keep your heart. I said, I've done keep my job. Heart. I've done my Play job. Play your part. Play your part. These girls are small. These girls are small. Play your part. And I cc every girl that I cc around time. <laughs> Let me pipe down because it's so good. Anyway, uh, speaking of Andre Three right Stacks, now. speaking mm. of Andre Three Stacks, um, Kanye West dropped Donda last Donda. week. And however, there was one song that did not. There was a few songs and a few verses that didn't make the album. The, Bruh, the drama we can talk about all. that. The drama of it all. And especially, we heard the Chris Brown song slash and that thing sounded Bruh. like some summer black, summer black cookout, black just joy. Yes. And I don't even mess with Kanye, but had that song came out with what we heard, fam. I'm I would have. I'm gonna tell you now, Brian. I'm gonna finally stream Donda because I need. Because okay. I've been hearing, I've been seeing so many other people post Donda over CLB and blah 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 blah. And I think it's just preference, yeah. but mm-hmm. I want to be able to give a very. I'm gonna try to take my Kanye disdain out of my mm-hmm. ear and listen mm-hmm. with an unbiased. So I have a flight tomorrow. We'll talk about that in Black Man Self Care. And mm-hmm. I might take my airport time to really consume Donda. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I know I'll give him streams, but at least I'm only giving him like a tenth of a penny. Um, right. I'm not giving him any real money because I ain't going to no concert. I ain't buying no merch. I ain't no, no not at all. Stuff. Anyway, um, so the drama of it all is that there were several verses, several things, several songs, several features, several whatever that didn't make the album. And one of those things was that um, there was an Andre 3000 verse. So apparently Drake's OVO Sound Radio show leaked a Kanye track called Life of the Party featuring Andre 3000. Social media went on fire because Andre did what Andre does. and gave mm-hmm. us an amazing... Andre got on that track and talked he, about his dead mama he going did. to heaven and meeting Kanye. Dead. Like <laughs> that, bro. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful. And then Kanye took mm-hmm. that moment, that beautiful verse, to make a diss track about Drake. Um, but um, Andre responded to the controversy via Rolling Stone and said a few weeks ago that Kanye reached out to him about being part of the Donda album, um, <laughs> Three Stacks Begins. And he says, I was inspired by his idea to make a musical tribute to his mom. 
It felt appropriate for me to support the Donda concept by <laughs> referencing my own mother who passed away in 2013. We both shared that loss. I thought it was a beautiful choice to make a clean album, but unfortunately, I did not know that was the plan before I wrote and recorded my verse. It was clear to me that an edited clean format of the verse would not work without having the raw original also available. So sadly, I had to be omitted from the original album release. He continued and said the track I received and wrote didn't have the disc verse on it. We were hoping to make a more focused offering for the Dunda album, but I guess things happen like they were supposed to. And it's unfortunate that this was released in this way, and two artists that I love are going back and forth. I wanted to be on Certified Lover Boy too. I just want to work with people that inspire me. Hopefully, I can work with Kendrick on his album. That is going to be. That's coming. It's coming soon. Heart I believe. I feel it. He said, mm-hmm. I love to work with Lil, Lil, oh my God, Tyler, Stacks, and Lil Baby. Cause y'all know Lil Baby is out here. Lil Baby is awkward. He don't know how to do TV. He stares into cameras like a former pastor of ours. But (laughs) (laughs) but that dude, like, he literally raps without breath. He just flows. He He just goes. He is of today's generation by far one of the best rappers of this generation. Hear me clearly. Of this generation, for all the hip hop heads of this I'm, generation, I want to say something. I hope I don't get stoned for this. Okay. Do you remember when Lil Wayne went on that run where he was just jumping on everything and every verse was just like fire, fire? That's what Lil Baby's doing. That's what Lil Baby's doing right now. Like, and I, and I know I'm, pre- I'm the the Wayne fans out there are probably gonna give me that for that, but, but like but, right now, I don't think you said anything wrong, bro, because you didn't say he was better than Wayne or he is Wayne. <laughs> all you said mm. was like in comparison to that run. Mm-hmm. Baby's doing the same thing. And it's oh, yeah. everything that baby's stuff. touching right now is certified. Like because the baby came out as like the premier baby. But then when Lil Baby really caught on. Oh, yeah. Lil Baby um, became the baby. But matter of fact, I knew that when Lil Baby and the baby got on this song called Baby on Baby, and Lil Baby just <laughs> destroyed the man on his own song. But, <laughs> but that's neither that's neither here nor there. But um it's unfortunate that it went down like that. We hope that right. Drake and um, three stacks can do something before this world ends and God ca- catches us all up in the rapture. Shout out to caught up in the rapture. Anita, caught up in the rapture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Anita Baker and James Hall. Um, so <laughs> keeping it going with uh music, A-A-L-I-Y-A-H. Uh, additional uh-huh. music is coming out. So we already know in our tribute episode, we did that because uh, one in a million was coming. Mm-hmm. Now, Aaliyah, her self-titled album will be released tomorrow. If you listen to this podcast today, it is tomorrow. And those include hits like, We Need a Revolution and Rock the Rock, 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 rock And then, More Than a Woman, More Than a Woman. Then, uh, I care for you, I forget how that goes. And then, Dust yourself off and try again. Take your dust off and try again. 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 Try now, my favorite Aaliyah song still ain't available on the Apple because it's on the Dr. Doolittle soundtrack, but it is the Sneaky Link Anthem, okay? Mm, bruh. <laughs> that is my song. It's a good song. I probably shouldn't tell you, but if, if I, if I let you go, I, you can't tell nobody. I'm talking about nobody. So I had to go with my hood voice for that one. Are you responsible? Oh, <sighs> we still love Aaliyah. This is an Aaliyah stand account. 
It so is. we believe that this album will also do great, just like One in a Million did, which debuted. So if you have Apple, it's actually showing up on Apple right now. You mm-hmm. just can't play any of the songs except Try Again, because Try Again is on the Romeo Must Die soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And that's available, so you can play Try Again. But outside of that, you can't play anything until, um, shoot, midnight Friday morning. Um, but One in a Million debuted at number 10 on Billboard 200 over two de- decades ago after initial release, and then it did really great numbers again once it was re-released um, a few weeks ago. And that was that. This is a music-themed billboard because now we get into some of the trash of it all, and mm-hmm. that is Boosie. Boosie bad, mm-hmm. you know him. Um, he has a tweet that has been circulating and a, and a movie trailer. That has also mm-hmm. been circulating. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start off with the with with the let's start off with the with the less dramatic parts of it all. This biopic. Now, Brian, okay. <laughs> you know, I, mm, I don't know. I don't know that anybody needs a boosted mm-hmm. biopic. I don't. What what is it going to be on bounce? <laughs> is it going to be bounce. on bounce TV? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody says it's gonna be on UPN. Is it gonna be on WGN? <laughs> is it gonna be on the local public access channels? Streaming it. In, you remember when the Stellar used to first come out? They'd be like showing on Sunday in this city, Saturday in that city. Is it gonna be like that? Right. Because no one wants this. I mean, I appreciate Boosie for Wipe Me Down. And um, he got another song that I always forget. Mm-hmm. But those two. Mm-hmm. It'll come to me like I N D P. No, that's Webby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't boost you got a, a song. Set it off. A verse in there? That's he do oh. got a verse. They do a lot of things together. Set mm-hmm. it off was another one. You got to be kind of like a Booster fan, Southern rap to know set it off. But mm-hmm. set it off and wipe me down on my two Booster things. And so anyway, no one wants this biop. I don't know who wants it. Maybe the Toxic Men Brigade. Don't know. Right. All right. So let's move past that. The fact okay. that he's so that he's Kanye <clears throat> right now and right. feels like he has lived such a life to deserve a biopic. Right. <laughs> you like, spent a lot of that time in jail. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna be stuck there for a while. Right. Nobody cares. And you've been fake arguing with Mark Zuckerberger, who doesn't even know who you are for deleting <laughs> your Instagram account. Right. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> that's what he called. It's not like somebody's grandma. But that's not the gag of it all. The gag mm-hmm. of it all is that. You know, Boosie, Boosie has, you know, an uncanny obsession with Mm -hmm. Montero, Mm -hmm. better known as Little Nas of the Exes. Mm -hmm. And in a tweet he posted on Friday morning, September the 3rd, Beyonce Eve, Mm -hmm. he said the following after Industry Baby came out with his promo for his album with he had the fake pregnant belly, the prosthetic Mm -hmm. pregnant belly. Mm-hmm. He says, Nas X, what the F? You just don't stop, he wrote. I think he's going to turn around and suck one of his background dancers' peen on national TV. Hashtag protect yours. Hashtag God is turning over in his grave. First of all, I got news <laughs> for you, Boosie. God's not dead. He's yet he's alive. He's alive. I don't know what God you serve. I don't know what God you was talking about, but the right. God of the Bible, <laughs> the one who is the father of Jesus, the Jesus who came down through 40-something odd he ain't dead. <laughs> Then we start there. Mary's baby. <laughs> Joseph's stepson. Uh-huh. 
Huh? The one who was hate, who one who Judas was a hate of. <laughs> right. The one that was hung up for a hangups. The one was hung up for our hangups. Huh? The one <laughs> who the Pharisees didn't like. The one that turned water into wine. Huh? The one who flipped over the tables. The one who walked on water. The one who played in the dirt. The one with the nails in his hand and his feet in his, Listen, and his pissing in his side. The one that had a squad, then an inner squad. <laughs> <laughs> the one that told the one that told Peter, hey, hey, hey. It ain't time, brother. Put the the woman back. who saved the <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> the man that told Lazarus to come out that smoky, nasty, stinky grave. The one, the man who understood this woman was pulling on his drip, <laughs> trying to get a healing. <laughs> the one that was talking to the hoes at the well. You <laughs> <laughs> had five men, and ain't none of them yours. Ain't none of them <laughs> yours. The one who was feeding folk with a kid's seafood lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> the one that had anxiety was like, oh, I can't deal with y'all niggas right now. I'm going back to the mountains to go pray. I can't, I can't deal with this. <laughs> the one that looked Satan in the face and said, nigga, get behind me. <laughs> you talking about him? He's not dead. He yet lived. The one who told us that when mm. I go to my father, matter of fact, I'm going to send somebody down. The paraclete, uh-huh. the comforter. Uh, the third in ascension, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The new presiding bishop of sorts, the Holy Ghost. He's still here. He dwells in us. He never died because he continues to live. Remember the coffin said it like this. I serve a risen savior in this world today. Yes. I know that he is living no matter what people no say. No matter. <laughs> I see his hand of mercy. <laughs> right, he is born of truth. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Oh, yes. He lives within, he my, lives heart. within my heart. Shout out to Carter Pilsen who has a reprobate mind. Well, beyond all of that, <laughs> <laughs> my God lives. And that's the biggest thing. That's what I want Boosie to know. God lives. He, he lives. lives. He's alive and he's away. I'm about to get caught up. I keep talking about how What's much he's still alive. Christ lives today. Don't he? In Easter we say he rose. He rose. He rose. He rose, he rose. from the dead. <laughs> they crucified my savior. You know the fact the other song said, but that's not how. The story, the story is. is. Woo, don't, don't, don't stir it. Don't stir it. Three days later he did what, Brian? He rose again. Now that's love. That's love. <laughs> now, now let me tell you something. Boosie. Lift him wide. L- held him. Uh, hung him high. Woof. Stretched him wide. He hung his head, but then he died. That's what they came back and said. But that's not how. That's not how. <laughs> the story is. Now, and his birthday coming up in December. You talk about God rolling over in his grave. He ain't in that tomb. <laughs> you don't read your Bible. He got out of <laughs> Joseph. Joseph built a new tomb. And it wasn't even in there. That means that the boulder was working. You could roll it and roll it back. You could roll it forward, you could roll it back. It was new. It wasn't mm-hmm. creaky. It wasn't old. It wasn't defective. God mm-hmm. just is God. And he was like, uh-uh, getting up out of there. I'm right. still alive. So what, what did the angel say? The angel said, why are you looking for the living among the what? Among the dead. He said, destroy this temple and in three days. <laughs> I'm going to raise it up. Now, I tell you, we joke around this podcast, but we know the word. We know the word, and we know the man. We love God. <laughs> Donna Lawrence said, that's a stranger in town. <laughs> Give a sight to the blind. <laughs> He's the great emancipator. He turned water to my... He even healed the sick that was bound by disease. What matter of man is this whose voice can control the sea? He is Jesus. He's God. Don't you get me going. <laughs> now... 
Now that we've got rid of this Bible study list, <laughs> y'all need to go to church on Sunday. <laughs> y'all got it here. You've been fully introduced. Uh, but anyway, Twitter. If, was, you don't, if you don't know him in the party of your sins, you don't know him in the party of your sins. All you got to do is repeat this prayer. Say, Lord, <laughs> forgive Lord, me. Forgive me. Of all of my sins. All of my sins. I believe you died. I believe you died. And you rose again. And you rose again. I accept you in my heart. <laughs> I accept you in my heart. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth. And I believe in that I same heart. In that same heart. That I, that I am, am saved. Saved. Woo. Welcome to the family. <laughs> now, where is Jesus Christ? He's in my heart. He's in your heart. <laughs> as one of our former pastors would also say, you just as saved as I am right now. It does, it does not matter when you came to him. And if you accept the Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, do listen to this here podcast, please, please uh, email us at the Jigsaw Podcast at gmail.com. We want to testify about the goodness of the Lord. About and the, the goodness of the Lord. And what, you've, and, what, and what the Lord has done for you through us. <laughs> tell, the, tell the testimony. Tell the what testimony. What the lady said in front of the church. I was, I was giving oral sex. <laughs> I was giving oral sex with my mouth. Excuse me, man. What else could you be doing with your mouth? <laughs> I eat the word oral. <laughs> what, Licking ball. <laughs> what, what, what did one of our coaches used to say? I had no sex. <laughs> I had no sex. I'm Chase. Oh, she from Memphis. <laughs> We've got derailed. Oh, we're getting back on track. Okay. Twitter went up in the front. <laughs> Let me just stop there. Boosted, stop. Leave Lil Nas X alone. Okay. Please do. I don't care where you fall on the spectrum of of trying to determine whether or not you agree with X, what he's doing, whether it's mm-hmm. extreme. I will say this. What Nas X did is not new. A quick Google search will pull up several <laughs> examples mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. men portraying themselves as pregnant, be it a joke, be mm-hmm. it in cartoons. Even mm-hmm. Nickelodeon pulled out the receipts and showed us Cosmo from Fairly Odd Parents who gave birth to a child. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it was right. I'm not saying that it was wrong. What I am saying is that we need to pipe down, mm-hmm. specifically Boosie. I don't know why you have so much ill will toward this man so um, who really ain't studying you and caring about you. And mm-hmm. if you think it's about the children, it's not. Brian, how many things have you seen on TV that was gay? Have you dipped your hand in the in the, in the the penis pond? Not a, not a time. Okay. I've never sat there and saw somebody doing something gay and blah. Oh, like, oh yeah. I want to do that too. I want to do that too. Yeah, no. no. I, I, don't, I don't think that's how homosexuality works. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think that's so. how that works. And I think it's a blatant disrespect to our brothers and sisters who are in, who are part of the LGBTQ plus community, right? Mm-hmm. To just assume that somebody's doing this or all of a sudden all of our kids are going to be doing all these things. Like, Boosie, you're the same guy who paid a prostitute to sleep with your child. You're the Tell same it. guy who celebrated your 11-year-old son watching porn. Like, Tell it. Come on, bro. Like we can't. We you're the same guy who has a song that's talking about these two two lesbians kissing in the back seat, bro. You got a whole song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a whole mm-hmm. song, bro. Like right. so, you know. So clearly, there's this obsession with with um, homosexuality, and it, right. it's, it's begging us to continue to question. Like, bro, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you just want to be with Lil Nas X, then just say that. If, right. <laughs> if you like men, just say that, bro. Smash, okay. Just say that. Just just say right. that. You and the baby, you want to do things in the parking lot with the baby, right? If you want to go know. to the risk altar, like the baby said, you know that's what his, <clears> you know that's what they do. Like just say that. But one tweet that we can't pass by is a tweet that said, if you if you say if Booster if you say Lil Nas X in the mirror five times, Booster will appear. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of juicy, juicy, another poet from Memphis, Juicy J said, "If you say mafia like Candyman, we popping up." Okay, so again, I don't make these things up, bro. I have just, no, I'm just, you, I just, you just, you just tell the poetry. I just quote the poetry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just quote the poetry. Continuing in the Billboard, Cardi B, congrats to our good sis Belle Calise, who on Saturday, Beyonce's birthday, welcomed. Mm-hmm. Um, their their second child into the world, uh, Kiari and Belle Kali shared a photo of the newborn with the caption nine four twenty one in their Louis Vuitton blanket. Might I add, they included they the caption saying that we are so overjoyed to finally meet our son. He is already loved so much by family and friends. We can't wait to introduce him to his other sibling. Um, lastly, in the Billboard, an icon, Janet Jackson is her, mm-hmm. ain't her middle name Joe. I think it is, or Jovetta, or jo, I mean, <laughs> quick Google search. Let's see this <laughs> Well, Brian is looking at up. Janet Jackson is putting together a documentary. Janet Jackson released a teaser for an upcoming two-part documentary, and the singer posted a short clip on her Instagram page with the caption, Hey, you guys, excited to share the first teaser of my new documentary with oh. you. This is my story told by me, not through someone else's eyes, she says in the sneak peek. The two-night documentary event will air simultaneously on A&E and Lifetime and coincide with the 40th anniversary of her self-titled wow. 1982 album, Janet. It will air two hours for two nights, totaling for four hours. It will take viewers through Janet's, um, Janet Jackson's life and career uh, and contain never-before-seen footage and feature home videos of the legendary artist. Brian, is that her middle name? It is Demita Joe. Strong black middle it's name. Demita Joe. Demita Joe. <laughs> Janet Demita Joe. Demita Joe. <laughs> so let me let me do this. Let me just put this out there. If mm-hmm. the P.O. box pronouns are she and her, mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta be Demita Joe. <laughs> gotta be Demita Joe. Okay. <laughs> if it is. If it's a he, him, we'll think of something else. But if it's like she, her, just Demita Joe. Demita Joe. <laughs> we gotta do it. And that concludes the billboard. Brian, are you ready to go to the living room? I am so ready. Okay, so let's do it. So grab your snacks, grab your drinks, grab your Sour Patch Kids, your nerds, all the things that you like, all your mm-hmm. snacks, your popcorn, your almonds, your quinoa, your rice, whatever you like, whatever you desire. Whatever you like. Kick mm-hmm. up your feet. Uh, kick off your shoes, relax your feet, part on down with a jigsaw podcast just kicking, and we're going to go into the living room. Let's do it. Yes. Yes. All right, we are in the uh, living room. We are excited about this living room conversation. Last week, we talked about Donda, Donda. Uh, and some of the behaviors that are uh, that Kanye West exhibits. So we, we thought it'd be fair that, you know, uh, Certified Lover Boy dropped this week. And I will say this actually was a conversation uh, that was kind of inspired by one of our friends of the podcast, longtime listener. I'm not going to say her name, but I'm going to probably give out her handle. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so everybody else can find probably, her name. Yeah, right. So you know, you know who it is. Um, okay. Uh, g- good, 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 good supporter of the podcast. Okay. The, the Mrs. Underscore Spencer. Oh, okay. Got it. Big fan of the podcast. Big fan um, of the podcast. Shout out to her. I'm not going to say her government name out there, but that's her handle. So you have to go look for her yourself. <laughs> Feel free. Feel, Feel free. free. Tell her we sent you. Tell her we sent you. Slide into the deal. You know, <laughs> she's married, but who cares? <laughs> what? It's a certified love boy fall, I guess. It is. That's Go it. Ahead. And that's and I'm keeping in thing with the with the uh with the episode. With the episode. Keeping in thing with the um with uh this conversation of the living room. So we want to talk about certified lover boy, you know, fall. Drake came out with something. 
Uh, but we also understand this is what, what some people consider the preseason of cuffing season. Mm-hmm. Right? The time, you know, preseason cuffing season. So Certified Little Boy came out at the perfect time. Um, and before I get started, okay, y'all are wearing me out. I probably should have saved this for the greater conversation. But I'm going to use it here. Okay, go ahead. Y'all are wearing me out with the use of the Certified Little Boy album cover. Ooh, like everyone is recreating. I mean... The cover, and it's just like it's becoming a lot. It's becoming it's a becoming lot. A lot. I mean, Drake is a marketing genius. He is great rollout, but great rollout. Still, now, I did appreciate the Morehouse one. one. Certified Tiger Boys. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm a certified Tiger Boy. But go ahead, Brian. Right, <laughs> right. So before we get into the actual conversation, let's kind of talk about the album real quick. Let's talk about the album real quick. So thoughts on the certified level point. What do you overall feel of the album? Songs that stuck out to you? Replay value? Um, what do you think about it? Poppy song, because mm-hmm. daddy's home. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> if you ever had doubts, I am here. Um, way too sexy because mm-hmm. it's just about. I feel like as I'm getting dressed, mm-hmm. um, my birthday's coming up. One of my really good um, close friends' birthday is coming up, so I feel like those will be two events where I'll be, you know, probably putting mm-hmm. on some real clothes because I work from home. So you know, mm-hmm. the way I look right now, Brian, is how I look uh-huh. most days. <laughs> okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a tank if I got to be on camera, but for the most part, mm-hmm. if I ain't got to be on camera. Oh yeah, this is it. Um, yeah. So putting on clothes and really getting dressed will cause me to kind of tap into my inner certified lover boy uh, mm-hmm. for sure. So way too sexy is a, is is a good one. Uh, Poppy's home, like I said, was one of my favorite. He just talked that talk, and then when he brought Onika out at the end mm-hmm. <laughs> of mm-hmm. that, when she talked that talk, <laughs> was, she did. She, was, she talked. She talked the talk. She knows she, how. She talked the talk. Love all featuring Jay Jay Z's. Oh yeah, that's on my list. He does um, great. Great work. And then um, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. Get along better with Ty Dolla Sign, <laughs> even mm-hmm. though that is probably the most toxic song on the album. Mm-hmm. First mm-hmm. of all, I believe Ty Dolla Sign is anointed by the Lord for that, features. That man. And album. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to a Ty Dolla Sign album though? I have, but I think he's better on. I think he's stronger on features. He is stronger, but he, but unlike some people who's only strong on features, he also mm-hmm. produces really good content uh, himself. Great sounds. Um, great but music. anyway, that that's a great one. Um, so those are the ones that that stick out to me. I'm surprised there's one you have you didn't mention. The one Project Pat? No, no, no. No, that's uh, that was just okay. Yebba's heartbreak. No, let me tell you about Yebba's heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about this white girl. <laughs> if we gonna let anybody in the cookout, it's gonna be Yeba. She's from West Memphis. From West Memphis slash her parents and stuff live in Memphis now. Let me tell you that mm-hmm. that girl, that Bruh. girl sings down. Mm-hmm. Shout out to PJ Moore for you know putting us all on because I didn't really know Yeba until the PJ Moore feature. Listen, and man, what about you though, bro? Yeah, uh, uh, you you mentioned all of them, main them so far. Girls want girls. Sorry, Bootsy. You know, it's a good song. It's a good uh, song. <laughs> uh, in the Bible, I like Give You On. So that's a, a good one. He's one of your LA um, brothers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think he's actually from Long Beach, but it makes, you know, Southern that's California. LA, right? Yeah. It was, it's, it's like, yeah. it's like Kennesaw Smyrna. I guess. So, you know, something similar. Like that. <laughs> something like that. Um, but yeah, you kind of mentioned all of them. Uh, Fountains with Tim's was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I would say good songs, um, 
great quotables. Now that I understand about the captions, the importance of the caption. Let me tell you about this weekend. It's going to be full of great captions. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) But overall, I think it's a good album. Um, Twenty, and you, but you know what? You said it, Brian. You said you wouldn't be mad at twenty plus songs, and we got twenty one songs. Twenty one songs. Twenty one songs. And and it's, and he's rapping. It's it's a little more R and B to me, but it's it's still really good flow. I like singing Drake. I, I'm more of a fan of. Just I know you like rapping. Rapping <laughs> around circles, Drake. That's you know. But it, he been a long time. Drake he does that, just, especially you know. on Champagne Poetry and Poppy's Home. He like spits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he started the album out rapping. Yeah, like hard. So I enjoyed it. I I definitely uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I listened to it on the way to um, out of town, so I got the opportunity to listen to it in the car, mm-hmm. which provides a great listening experience. It was just me, the music, and that was it. There was no introdu- no interruptions. It was what it was. Uh, so, and I guess another question is, how do you think it holds up to other Drake albums? So it's definitely better than Scorpion. The last album yes. that came out. And Scorpion wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but I think Scorpion yeah. also... Wasn't Scorpion the one with like a million songs? Yeah, it had, it had like two sides, right? Because that's the one with two yeah. slide and all that. Okay, yeah. Um, like Scorpion mm-hmm. wasn't bad, but I think Scorpion suffered from the Chris Brown effect. Like, it's way too much content. Some of yeah, which... Yeah, it was... Some of which that we did songs. need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think sometimes, even with 25 songs, right, it's, it's just a lot. And I think Drake could have blessed us with just about, you know, maybe maybe 16 of those. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give or take, right? Um, but anyway, so I think it holds up um well to some of his other to some of his other albums. I mess with it hard. My favorite Drake album will always be um Take Care. Mm-hmm. It's just my all-time favorite Drake album. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he has a pretty solid run of albums. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, yeah. I don't think anything is going to be Take Care or Thank Me Later. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just his. I mean, it's something about their early grind. So far gone. Yeah, yeah. All of that kind of stuff. Um, that's just really, really good. Um, you know, favorite song. One of my favorite songs. Proud of you, him and Nikki. Um, but yeah, I think Certified Lover Boy definitely. I'm, I'm actually surprised that Nikki wasn't actually featured. Featured. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm not surprised that she had it. She made an appearance, but I thought right. I thought we would definitely hear like a Nicki verse, mm-hmm. especially since he was on Seeing Green with her. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think it holds up well. I think again, it was better than, excuse me, it was better than Scorpion. Um, definitely. I mean, I don't count the EP that came out, Scary Hours, mm-hmm. so much. Um, but. Yeah, it was. Yeah, how about for you? I mean, as as I mean, as as the long time Drake fan, long time, the longest time Drake fan in, in yeah. our whole crew. So, I mean, you, I you mean, know. you you've been on him since oh nine, since since the beginning, since, since the beginning. Uh, you know, you know the beginning. You know, you the best. You the you the best. <laughs> best I ever had. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, I think it was a good album, uh, and I just really listened to all the whole catalog recently. So. I'm kind of in the in the mode of it all. Um for sure. I would I would love to see Rick Ross and Drake do just a whole album together. That's Ooh, just me. Yeah, like him and like him in future. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. I want a, a Drake Rick Ross give me a whole 15 15 songs of just Drake and Rick Ross. Can I say I want a I want a Drake Nikki album then? 
That that would work. That work. <laughs> I really. I mean, they do magic together. So yeah. I, every you know, every song they make, they're on together is pretty dope. Yeah, so, they have good chemistry. Yeah. So I, w- I would love that. Um. So I right, so get to the conversation. So the, we we give the Drake album four thumbs up. I guess you know mm-hmm. in this case. Uh, yep. Uh. So the description we kind of talked about this in our group chat. For sure. Uh, we love the description, and we're gonna kind of use that as the baseline of the conversation. Yeah. Right. Sort of our love board description of the album is a combination. Of toxic masculinity uh-huh. <laughs> and acceptance of truth, which is inevitably heartbreaking. Oh, uh-huh. so what, what are your first? Oh, 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 Cheryl. What are your thoughts just on the on the description alone? So, I mean, once you listen to the album, the description is couldn't be more accurate. Mm-hmm. Let's just start there. Um, right. On one end, you have to be like, all right, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know, as men, we're we're doing better. We're understanding better. All the things, mm-hmm. right? Right. Well, another side of that, like you have to almost appreciate and respect the honesty <laughs> of it all, <laughs> right? Like, you know, Drake is like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty much. I know the album is called Certified Lover Boy, but you know, I'm I'm an F boy, and mm-hmm. I know that's who I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not gonna claim to love you, and well, I'm not gonna do all these things with you. Right. I, I am who I am. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. And mm-hmm. this is what this album is going to represent. I mean, he really has a song called "Effing Fans," and mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. So, um, like, while I'm not going to say I align with the description, I definitely mm-hmm. appreciate the candor and honesty of it all. I'll say, yeah, that. and I agree. And even if we be honest with ourselves, right? Be honest with ourselves in terms of there are still some things I, I wouldn't say. I live in toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. I know our society is still toxic toxic masculinity. For it's, sure. It's it's you know not white supremacy, but you know, it is white supremacy. But within that, it's still like male supremacy. Like the dominance of men in all culture and all society. Uh we talked about privilege earlier, like male privilege and stuff like that. So we understand that just in culture, it's it can be toxic. It's always men. Um, and then some of the songs that I probably don't like and and, and uh, I like that I should not like are just terrible songs like you know ain't no fun if the niggas can't have none like it's about a, a song about tossing women around but it's a bop and it's an old stoop dog song that i love right uh-huh but if the the second part is really the acceptance of truth which is heartbreaking the fact that in my in my thought process is accepting the fact that i am what i am right i am even though i come off as a romantic dude who will rent out dodger stadium Right, right at Dodger Stadium, yeah. for dinner for two. Yeah, I'm still the dude that showed up to these basketball games to pick up this girl. Right, <laughs> made friends with her son, so I can date this this kid's mom. Like it's the you know, or the fact that you know my, you know, like you said, effing fans. Um, you you know there's NDAs out there. You know, you have the your 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 baby's mom is a porn star. All the things, right? So <laughs> uh-huh. it's the you know what I'm saying, but I think to me is the the embracing and understanding, being truthful with like you know, this is who I am, you know, but I, I'm a romantic f boy. And I think again, you know, going back to our girl Issa mm-hmm. with the famous quote when Lawrence got dumped, mm-hmm. my old girl from the bank. Mm-hmm. He was. She was like, "You a f nigga." She was like, "You know what? No, you're not." You a F nigga who think you a good dude. Mm. And Drake was like, 
I, I know I ain't no good dude. <laughs> I'm just this dude. <laughs> right. And I think, again, as much as that can be and is problematic, mm-hmm. there's a level of respect you got to have for that level of self-awareness. And mm-hmm. when a man of Drake's caliber specifically is that aware about himself and you mm-hmm. and you still make, because here's the thing, Drake ain't. And God forbid, Mm -hmm. they had no rape allegations, no sexual Mm -hmm. harassment allegations. So that means all these women, which rightfully Mm so. I mean, you know, I'm confident enough to say Drake's a, you know, a handsome guy, you know, very well off, all that kind of stuff. So rightfully so, women are attracted to him. Um, But you still make a deliberate decision Mm -hmm. to engage yourself with this man. Right. You know, beyond the fame, with the understanding that this probably is going to be only tonight. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or at least the month, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you are, I, I believe he would lay it all down for Rihanna. Oh, or yeah. maybe if Nikki gave him a real chance, like he was he used to rap about both of them real hard in the early hard. days about mm-hmm. how he wanted it, and even Nikki used to play it too. Like if I ever gave Drake a chance, and blah 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 blah. Mm. Um, but like y'all, neither one of y'all clearly he has a type, and it's Rihanna and Nikki, <laughs> right? So now one of y'all of them. <laughs> <laughs> not um, at all so like I, I think there's a there's a as again as much as it probably shouldn't be celebrated i think there's a beauty in that level of honesty and self-awareness that you just kind of even if you don't like it you kind of gotta respect it mm-hmm. you kind of and yeah. i think that leads us into what what we're gonna go into next about whether you're a lover boy or the f boy right <laughs> yeah right um and i guess to me like you know and the thing is, like we know Drake down hard is the F boy. For sure. But he comes off as the lover boy. So oh, yeah. like I mean he was in Degrassi. I, I'm, so I mean he right. knows how to play the role. <laughs> he he knows how to play the role. Um and I, I think the thing about Drake and and the thing that uh, makes I guess that disguises him is the ability to listen to women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I really think Drake can listen to women. I think he also understands women too. There's actually going back to insecure. Uh, season two, um, Lawrence basically was like, you know, every like black girl that went to college, you know, loves Drake. <laughs> and they're like, you know, they he gets us. Right. So Drake, I think, has a has a, a canny ability, uncanny ability to be able to listen to what women have to say. Was it was it some rapper or something like that said they were sitting uh, in a studio session with Drake and he went and had some conversation with some ladies. He was out there having some conversation, having some conversation based off the conversation. He went to the studio and made a whole like three songs based off of this conversation with women. So within uh-huh. that's kind of like, you know, one of the things that women would say a lover boy does, he's romantic, he thinks in advance, all that kind of stuff. And he really is, what do women want? They want somebody that's attentive, right. that listens to what their feelings and all those things. And I really do believe that that Drake is is a lover boy in, in, in some some regard, right? And we probably could talk about duality in a little bit here. Um but would you call yourself maybe a lover boy or would you, you know, within that 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 spectrum of or side of lover boy, F boy ish? No, I was definitely F boy before it became a thing. <laughs> no, I'll just say that. OK, um, mm-hmm. I think we sang the part of the song earlier. I'm so glad that Jesus saved me huh. mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, I had the capacity, the capacity. <laughs> to be the guy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in terms of of of, of lover boy, well, let me take let me, let me let me take a step back. Something you said made me think about the fact that Drake having this uncanny ability to resonate with women. I mean, and then because he does it like you know, nice for what a freaking mm-hmm. women's anthem. And then yep. he had all these powerful women in the video mm-hmm. with him. You know what I'm saying? So he has, you know, it's almost like you know, and, you know, not to be deep, but mm-hmm. the wolf in sheep's clothing. Like he has the ability to oh, really. Yeah. Getting in the trenches, understand, build you up, you know, and then really mm-hmm. just use that, use that in a right. sense to get to you. But in terms of me personally, um, I feel like if I didn't, I feel like if it wasn't for my upbringing and my and my moral convictions and spiritual convictions, that I would have probably been a caramel colored Drake. Um, mm-hmm. less money for sure, but. <laughs> At this stage in life, just honest, but definitely probably roaming the streets in a very similar way. Um, and I'm just being honest. I know me. Yeah, yeah. I know my vices, right? Um, so I just understand if it wasn't for that level of conviction and upbringing, that that's just what I would be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But in terms of being a lover boy, I will say um, Asha definitely. I just brag on myself. Definitely benefits from a romanticized um, version of me. I mean, for our anniversary. I mean, I told you guys, the woman of God got a diamond tennis bracelet mm-hmm. for her anniversary. Mm-hmm. Real diamonds, no cap. Bring the diamond okay, tester, put it on it. It's going <laughs> to pop up green. Um, mm-hmm. But no, and it wasn't because I was trying to stunt. I just really, I enjoy, I, when I told Ash and I gave it to her, she was like, I want to go in gifts this year. I said, you can't tell me how to love you. Mm, and you can't good. tell me how I want to like show my appreciation for you for the years we've been together. So this is right. my gift to you. Whether you got me something or not, this is my gift to you, right? So there's so in terms of the lovable on this side, for sure. I tap into it. I'm sappy. I mm-hmm. knew the things. I've I've had rose petals in the floor and was mad mm-hmm. at myself because I had somebody to clean that crap up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely tap into that side. So I definitely am I am R and B Drake for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can probably I can agree. I, I love the 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 romance of it all. I like to, you know, celebrate. I like to do things. But I'm really a nice guy at heart. I'm really a nice guy at heart. You are. Um, but part of me, like, legit wants to be like the F boy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be the person that's like, yeah, I don't care about your feelings. I, I want to be a future. Mm. Like, because oh. think about this. Drake, Drake and Future are both F boys. But Future is... Future... <laughs> Future is king of the um, Illuminators. <laughs> Listen, like, part of me wants to be future sometimes. Just like, did not really give any Fs about anything and just be like, eh, you, you know, you knew what it was. You knew what you, it was, you Sierra. Knew what it was. <laughs> you knew what it was. You knew what it was. Uh, so I think if I was single, I would, I would want to be the F boy, but it probably wouldn't happen. I'm just too nice. I'm too nice for that. Um, so, but Drake but said, nice easy. for what? Nice for what? <laughs> nice for what? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nice for what? Nice for what? So, uh, pivoting just a little bit here. So, I think like we said earlier, you know, Surf Ride Lover Boy came out at a great time. Yes. Um, because it's this time where, you know, cuffing season is preseason, cuffing season. I think it's a time where you're kind of trying to draft your person now. You're scouting. What are you, what are you doing at this time, at this point in the, in the cuffing season calendar? I don't know. I'm not cuffing. You're not cuffing. <laughs> I'm okay. cuffed. I'm permanently I'm cuffed. cuffed. <laughs> <But> for, <laughs> you know, you've been cuffed for what? How, how many years? Nine Ten years, eight years. years? Nine years? Nine years. Yeah. We'll be tearing up thighs next year. Right. If I've been God sees fit. If God sees fit. <laughs> uh, 
if God sees fit. But yeah, but what I understand, this is the draft. So you're trying to figure out who from the summer roster is mm-hmm. going to make it long term. Maybe none of them. Maybe you pulled mm-hmm. a whole bunch of free agents, <laughs> you right. know, from, you know, from, from out there. And you are really, uh, if you fall into cuffing season, right, you're really determining mm-hmm. who you want to settle down with for these cold months and start thinking right. through potential relationship or just uh, a seasonal um, mm-hmm. Bay, because a lot of people let these same folks go around Aprilish, mm-hmm. <laughs> Marches, uh-huh. you know, when it starts getting warm again. Um, but this is the time when F boys and and F girls, let's put it out mm-hmm. there too, yeah. they rise up and they take their rightful place mm-hmm. in the world, yeah. and they do the things right. And and we're and we're at a season right now where it's where the post pandemic. It's the first post pandemic. Well, it's not really post pandemic, but it's the first cuffing season after. The, a serious lockdown because niggas is going back to their regular lives at this point. Right. But so this part. is the first, you know, cuffing season after lockdown. For sure. <clears throat> so so just, you know, what are some um, some tips I think we can give some people out there? Those that we we're cuffs. We, you know, we don't we're not in the game anymore. But what are some but tips? That don't you think mean you can I give don't understand people? the game. Hello, somebody. <laughs> um because we ain't players no more. Right, we're not in the game. Doesn't mean we, you know. Yeah, I ain't we in a play. We just crush a lot, <laughs> <laughs> undefiled <laughs> within within union. I guess they started, you know. Yeah. Um. So I would say in some things regarding cuffing season, some things to watch out for, some things to look out for, um, is in my opinion would be is this somebody who, who has their own place? Like, where are we where are we cuffing? You know, are we <laughs> right? Because we can't really cuff at your mama house like that, and we can't really cuff like we want to cuff with a roommate like. Th- well, yes, you can. <laughs> How many roommates? Well, yes, one. Because <laughs> my whole first son was conceived in a roommate <laughs> situation. Now, nah, roommate wasn't involved. I know that sounded right when it came out. <laughs> But I had a roommate and I had my own mm-hmm. room, right? So it's just possible. It's possible mm-hmm. to cuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, but just make sure, I think, to the Brian's point, your name is independent on a lease. Either you or one other person. Mm-hmm. Not your mama's mortgage. Not your mom and daddy's lease. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that's important, too, because you want to be able to have a level of autonomy in your cuffing. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to make some decisions. You don't want to be subject to anyone else's rules. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm a grown man and I still, when my mama don't give me no rules and I go to her house, I still feel a level of responsibility mm-hmm. when I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if I was living there, it'll be doubly so, um, if I was, you know, navigating life as a single person or whatever. So I think that's definitely a good one, Brian, having your mm-hmm. own spot for sure. Have your own spot. Um, I would add another one would be. Um, maintain expectations, mm-hmm. maintain realistic expectations. Oh, yes. Um, that this is a potentially temporary um, assignment. Mm-hmm. And with uh, that meaning, I think you need to communicate the terms of the agreement up front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, be upfront about it. And you don't have to be so upfront to be like, oh, we cuffing. This is just good until the winter. Like you can use language like, "Hey, I'm interested to see where this goes." 
<laughs> right. I really like you, and I would like to explore what the future mm-hmm. could possibly hold for mm-hmm. us. Right. You have to mm-hmm. use that kind. Of, so <laughs> let me put y'all again. <laughs> so when so when you ended. Everything mm-hmm. about this was hypothetical to long term anyway. Right. There was no uh-huh. guarantee that we were going to last past the spring. Mm-hmm. It was just the idea of having you around. And then what I've learned is once you get to a particular age, cuffing season really becomes, you know, a long term like draft. If we don't, if we're going to keep the sports analogy going, yeah, of course, because Josh is athletic. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sports analyst, right? Um, you know all the sports, but but on a real tip. No team, professional team, drafts a free agent or enters a trade most time mm-hmm. expecting this person to only be on the team for like a year. Right. Unless it's a one-year kind of agreement and that's an older player, right? But like mm-hmm. if you think about just in terms of building a team, no team is drafting anyone from the draft. But like, you know what? We only want him for this season, and we're done. Mm-hmm. No, they're looking for long-term value out of this player. So I'm mm-hmm. saying that to say most people by a certain age are looking for a long-term value. Right. While they may not give you exact commitment up front, the idea of it is, is that we go through these romanticized moments doing all these holidays and all of this mm-hmm. other stuff, drinking our pumpkin spice latte. Because, listen, if I love a rich white woman drink, it is a pumpkin spice latte. Okay, and, and we're gonna enjoy them in the park. We're gonna hold hands at the dog. Shout out to John Legend, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do the things with the expectation that this is possibly giving us long term value. But I think right. to Brian's point, what you communicate and what you and 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 the conversations you have up front is literally centered around the possibilities of it all, so that no one is like, "Hey, I'm going to the altar next month," because you don't mm-hmm. want that. Because Joan mm-hmm. Clayton exists. <laughs> yeah, because at this point, you girlfriends, got... you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she put extra stuff on it that ain't even really there. Because you still, we got October to March. And this is this is holiday season. This is Valentine's Day. It's Christmas. You know, Christmas, Thanksgiving. So you got to get these expectations in line because you got to consider the fact is like, you know, are you inviting this person to Thanksgiving or not? Because you don't want to, because then now you're kind of going outside of the boundaries of what at all. Um, another thing I would probably say is uh, managing your expectations. Um, don't get too attached. You know, don't, don't, you know, don't get too attached. Um, I don't know if you're posting pictures on social media or not. If you are, I probably would say not to do that because you don't have to go back and which bothers me while people be going back and deleting all these pictures of folks. And don't tell us why y'all break up. We want to know why y'all broke up. Right. We want if you're gonna put it out there, we want to know your business. Right. <laughs> don't just have this whole full page of y'all, you know, kissing and doing photo shoots and all that kind of stuff. And then and then he gone. All of a sudden they disappear. That don't help us. We want to know. We want to. I want to know who who cheated. Who, why y'all broke up. I want to know all the things. Mm-hmm. What Mario say? I want to know your name, man. I want to know. We want to know all the things. All the things. <laughs> and tell us. Right. Um, would you uh, would you probably recommend somebody go back to their bench, like somebody they already been with before? You know, I or should think, they find somebody new? You know, I think there is. I think there is. Um, I think there can be glory in the familiar. Mm-hmm. I'll say it that way. 
That sounds good. Um, and you can interpret that how you will, <laughs> listening <laughs> audience. Oh, yeah. Um, I think uh-huh. there is glory in the familiar. But I do think sometimes, um, I don't think every person from our past was the wrong person. I think sometimes it was the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And now that's, that is, I did not give you license to go back and call up all your exes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't do that. But what I will say is that I do know that there are specific situations with specific mm. people um right. where they just they may have just been too immature. Mm-hmm. Um they needed to grow or somebody needed to heal or you know something and okay, even though this is a terrible example. Mm-hmm. But it's the only one that came to my mind that can probably okay. resonate with most people. Love and basketball. Okay. Now Quincy did Monica wrong. And he Monica did. did Quincy wrong in some ways too. They was just toxic together. Mm-hmm. But beyond all the toxicity, what that shows us though, right, is that if that is your person, mm-hmm. that it really doesn't matter what transpires, mm-hmm. there will be a way or two that y'all will end up together you know what i'm saying i'm not the one that believes in that stuff if it's meant to last it'll last like i'm not that guy but what i am saying though is that there could be times like especially if you met somebody at 14 Mm -hmm. y'all dated and then y'all broke up but who's to say that y'all don't go to college and be like you know what you a dope human being you know what i'm saying like you know there could be those things so to that point the bench is there but if we're gonna keep the sports analogy because you know i'm a sports analyst Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's value in your six man, Brian. You're right. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to bring that six man off the bench to win the game. You do, and that could, and that six man could be your closer. So don't, mm-hmm. don't, <laughs> listen, good don't, analogies. don't look down. See, I know the things, bro. That thing be connected. You do. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't. You know, don't look down or discourage yourself from the six man. Uh, but in general, mm-hmm. I I stay away from exes. But what I am saying is that, mm-hmm. you know, if the ex was not somebody or someone that got away from you because of domestic violence or right. some or, like extreme level of toxicity, like then mm-hmm. why not reconsider? Right. You know? Yeah. And I, I would agree. This, I heard it. I heard it. The, uh, the dating pool got pee in it anyway. So why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Somebody you're familiar with. Right. right? Uh, you know their history, you know, their backstories. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know their HIV results. Hopefully. Uh, you know how they work in certain spaces and, and opportunities in places, you know. And within that, I'm, I'm adding something to that. That's probably another to do or, or do. If, don't get caught out here slipping. How we end a podcast every week? Whatever you do. Whatever you do. Don't get caught with your work on, though. <laughs> don't. So if, you know, and we and we we believe we we love the Lord. We understand that, but we understand that y'all out here sexing. We understand. We, are, we realist. We realist. So don't don't have no cuffing, baby. Wear your don't mask on your Wear penis. Your, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Wear your mask on your penis. Um, and if you didn't wear your mask, save you fifty dollars for a Plan B one step. Ugh. Hello, somebody. The Plan B works. So. Um, is there anything, and this is, this is a short living room. I don't really have too much, you know, outside of this, you know, we just want to make sure we're getting people prepared, um, 
forward upcoming coming season for sure um but i want to end it on just a, a good educational note make sure people are aware that you know safe sex is the best sex you know well not really but you know come and talk to me i really <laughs> want to be your man I re- uh now I the baby is born oh that's oh <laughs> healthy and strong <laughs> and my dreams are reality then they came back later and said i've been watching you Mm. For so very long, mm-hmm. trying to do my best, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so make sure y'all so protecting yourselves. All right, I really a great want season. to meet you, but I'm kind of <laughs> scared because <laughs> you're the kind of lady with so much class. <laughs> so much class. I get my thoughts together. <laughs> Mm-hmm. For the very next day. Uh-huh. But when I see you come and I forget what to say, your eyes your and eyes are mm-hmm. such a beautiful tone. The way you dress and walk, it really it turns. turns me on. Uh-huh. Ooh. <laughs> come and talk to me. Mm-hmm. I really want to meet you. <laughs> Can I talk to you? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I really want to know you. That's what couple season. Jodeci gave you the formula. <laughs> he did. He did. He was a little bit more direct than Tevin Campbell. <laughs> Tevin Campbell said, "We're daydreaming." <laughs> Listen, he Jodeci, was stalking. He's stalking people through your windows, <laughs> knocking on your doors like Aretha Franklin said. I'm gonna knock on your window, sneak through your window pane. That was stalking. And Stephen Wonder wrote that. Now, how Stephen Wonder gonna talk about going by window pane and he can't even see? He can't. Even what see. window pane you going through? <laughs> <laughs> Who pushing you to the window? <laughs> Who helping you get in? <laughs> you know, he can't do it. I'm sorry, Brian. You was in. You was wrapping up this living room. <laughs> no, it's okay. We I understand it. We got to make sure people understand the thing. We got to have a nice playlist. Understand the assignment. Jodis is always appropriate for cover season. Always. They had a good always. three album run. Solid. Good stuff. Good stuff. And who doesn't want to listen to KC? KC. Jojo, <laughs> Devante, uh, and Mr. Dalvin. <laughs> Mr. Dalvin. Shouts out. What Jordan. a group, man. And, and ain't nobody going to be like Jodeci. Shout out to my nobody. Shout out to J.B. Rogers Jr. for putting me on to Jodeci at the tender age of eight, nine, eight or nine. <laughs> Forever right, my lady. I was right here singing, get on up, y'all. That's a, that's a good song, and though. you got to go. <laughs> We're talking about bop. Like I, you know, I've that song feels like a bop. It's just it has a bop feel to it. It's just the it's such a good boom, song. That the the bass line is nice. It has a nice like picnic kind of like you wouldn't play it at a picnic. And that album is the show, the after party, the hotel. It is it take and it takes you through every lap. <laughs> It's a good it's album. I'm going to listen to Jodeci tomorrow. I'm listening to Jodeci. Bro, I was on it all day Saturday. Literally all day Saturday. But I digress. All right. Digress. So we hope we helped y'all how to navigate um, what is about to be a certified lover boy fall. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hot girls had the summer. The the fall Mm -hmm. for the certified lover boys. Right. So let's get ready for it. Um, Brian, Black Man Self Care? Yes. Yes, let's do it. Let's go. All right. Woosa. 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 All right. We are at I Am My Brother's Keeper. We talk about black men's self-care, the things that we do as black men to take care of our great black selves. Because God gave us these bodies, right? Oh, yeah. So we got to take care of what God gave us. He, we made us stewards, right? I've been stewarding. 
steward over these bodies that he's given us. So, Josh, what you doing this weekend? I'm probably I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one up to you. I'm gonna let you talk about all the things you're doing this weekend. Toes in uh, the sand. It's gonna be a great weekend. <laughs> I'm gonna be just just follow me at I am Josh Rogers. Okay, <laughs> you will be able to see the things. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be posting on my stories. <laughs> I'm gonna be posting on my. I don't post on my page often. Mm-hmm. But you will get a post or two mm-hmm. or three. Um, but no, I'll be in Miami. So my gym, I think I've talked about my gym on here before, Effect Fitness. Um, they have been going on tour, and their mm-hmm. most recent stop is going to be Miami. Now, I know Florida mm-hmm. been Florida-ing, and COVID been COVIDing, but um, um, COVID test and mask and all the things are going to be in place. And, you know, I do, I'm going to do what I do best, which is drink my water, mind my business. So mm-hmm. I'm going there to work out. I'm going there to have a good time with some of my gym colleagues and friends and associates. And it's also going to be a time of reflection and renewal and rejuvenation, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And that means having fun. It means right. stunting. It means having this black melanin skin pop. It means mm-hmm. that I'm getting my haircut for the first time since July 21st. Look at it God. Means- <laughs> <laughs> but you see how this beard is flourishing, though, Brian? It is. I see it. it. I see how God, God is doing mighty work in your life. Mm-hmm. Vitamin Growth P. Growth and prosperity. And, um, Vitamin P. <laughs> it should be a daily supplement. Uh, but yeah, man. So I, I am legit just going to enjoy myself as much as I can. Um, with We talked about it before without the responsibility. Not that I won't be a husband or father, but without the responsibility of it all. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, because if I can't be 100% for me, I can't be 100% for anyone else. So right. this is going to be my weekend to refuel and to do that. So what about you, brother? Uh, I do not know what I'm going to do. Hopefully, I can get a haircut. Um, I like getting haircuts. Um, but other than that, I don't have anything else to do. I'm probably going to just chill if I can. I uh, don't want to do too much. I really want to just chill and just live my life. Um, and enjoy, you know, enjoy my loved ones. Shout out to Lauren. Shout out Shouts to Lauren. Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn, New York hair. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a long. Lauren is amazing. Lauren is an amazing person. We love to hear it. Oh, you know shout out is. to Asha. I guess since we shout our wives. <laughs> All right. <Yep>. All right. So <laughs> I this guess is about it. me. This is about me. <laughs> I'm gonna last be on, week I'm gonna I talked be, about Asha. This right. is about me. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be on close friends. So uh I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking to the close friends on Instagram. That's what I'm looking forward to this week. So that's my black man self. I don't have a me. close friends. Oh, oh, you don't? Okay. No. <laughs> Did Mr. Rodney put anything in the PM box? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Ooh, I, we do have something in the PM box. Let's, well, let's go read it. <laughs> Uh, yes, we are here at the P.O. Box where we have something in there. I guess this is, you, you normally introduce the P.O. Box, don't you? I'm tripping. I'm just You're good, out. brother. You're good. Okay. You're good. We're excited. <laughs> we probably got a really good letter in there. But if you want to have your letter submitted to the GSL Podcast, all you have to do mm-hmm. is do what everyone else has done. And yes. that is go to our email, ask 
the GXR. That is A-S-K, the GXR mm-hmm. at gmail.com. And we will read your letter out loud on the show. Possibly. We can't guarantee anything. But what right. we can guarantee is that we'll give you a pseudonym to protect your identity. And mm-hmm. we will give you the best non-licensed therapeutic advice that two black men can give. So with that right. being said, Brian, who do we have and what do they want? Uh, we do have a person in the PO box, and I'm kind of sad. Okay. Kind of sad because okay. of the pronouns. Oh, and we can't say Demita Joe. We can't say Demita Joe. Oh, we can't. Okay. Um, but it's okay. We'll, maybe we can save her for later. Okay. Um, the pronouns are he, him. Mm. Mm. Okay. Elgin Baxter. Elgin Baxter. That's I, like a strong black. That's man. a good one, right? El, Elgin is a is a good one. I have to admit Elgin. that I was. This is so random. I was reading the Temptations Wikipedia page today. Mm-hmm. The Elgins, they were Don't the Elgins. Judge me. And I remember, I remember they came back. Mm-hmm. It was it's fresh on my brain. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've watched the movie uh, plenty of times. Oh, yeah. I only was already because, side note, my boys got the haircut today and the barber was playing some Temptations. And I was like, hmm, let me brush up on a little history real quick. And <laughs> there we were. But go ahead. There we are. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Elgin Baxter, he writes... Uh, Brian and Josh, thank you all for stepping up to the plate and creating this platform, my dog. I am not a big podcast guy like that, but I cannot help but refresh that feed every Thursday. Oh, God bless you. God bless you for your for your support, your love, your prayers, all the things. Uh, what you're doing is needed, and bruh, y'all. Hold on, what you're doing is needed, and bruh, y'all tell the truth. Okay, that's enough. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I ain't I ain't I ain't write this. I'm just gonna read it though. Okay, that's enough dick riding for the for the day. Pause. <laughs> we, we don't have to say pause here. We you know we we understand, we understand. the euphemism. It's okay. We understand that. Uh, I want to cut to the chase. Me and my girl have been rocking with each other for about nine months now. We have not had sex, but boy, do I want to. Okay, she's a devout, she's a devout Christian. She put me on this church thing and the podcast. Uh, she put me on the church. So she's the one who put you on the podcast? Oh, okay, shout so. out to her. She says, so she put me on this church thing and the podcast, and we agreed to abstain. But man, she is so fine. I am tempted, and I do not want to cheat. I think she is wifey material, and you know it's just tricky at times to keep this abstinence going. How do I keep moving forward? Appreciate any advice. Elgin Baxter. Um. So I guess the recap is that uh, him him and his wife love him and his girlfriend love the Lord. She loves the and Lord. He, she loves the Lord. <laughs> he says she is a devout Christian. <laughs> <laughs> she loves the Lord. <sighs> he came off the streets and got saved, it's or tough. came off the streets and just is dating a church girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he don't. They don't. She don't want to burn. She don't want to burn. And he willing to let it burn. <laughs> <laughs> he willing to take the risk, brother. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't blame you. I know um, what it's like. Well, I'm gonna say this: If you've been together for nine months, and within that time frame, you've been able to identify whether or not she's wifey material. The only thing I will tell you that, as hard as it is, all pun intended, um. Mm-hmm. That if you love her like you say you do, and you see her like you say you see her, then brother, you gotta abstain. And mm-hmm. I understand that it can be hard to 
you know, resist the temptation of other women out there. Because it seems like when you're committed, that's when it's thrown oh, at yeah. you the most, right? Especially oh, when you yeah. get married. Like, they just throw it at you. You get flirted with more and all the things. It just, you know. Mm-hmm. And don't start adding fatherhood and all that kind of stuff to the table. It's just, you know, <laughs> right. whatever. But what I will say is that if what you're saying about her is true, and nine months is a short time frame, but it's also very long enough, depending on your age, to know the things. Because you're, reach, you're reaching up on that year. And in about a year, most people are looking at engagement or whatever if they're serious about somebody. So oh, yeah. I'll just say this, brother. If you love her, like I said before, if you love her like you say you love her, if you feel about her the way you say you feel about her, then continue to implement whatever practices that you have that's helping you sustain. Um, and then get you some other brothers. And I hate to be this guy, but get you some other brothers who are in church and Christian. Well, I don't want to even say in church. Get you some other yeah, brothers who understand the assignment. Yeah. Who are, who are going to hold you accountable? Who won't be like, hey, bro, if I was you, like, no. Get you some brothers who are going to hold you accountable right. and help you through, you know, tough moments. And, um, you know, we push therapy a lot, but this is something you probably could talk through in therapy as well. And not mm-hmm. to dissect why she's doing this and whether this is a, a controlling thing or not, because I don't think it is, but help you really think through coping mechanisms and some of the ways in which you can identify how you can best navigate this space. And I'm not saying go talk to your past. I'm talking about a licensed mm-hmm. therapist who can give you real coping. And even if you get a therapist who, with, who who is a Christian with a Christian perspective, but somebody who is licensed that can give you perspective around how to navigate this, um, how to use coping mechanisms, and don't just marry her tomorrow because you want to have sex. Yeah, that's not a good idea. So that's the other part I want to put out there too. Don't do right. that. Don't do that stupid. Don't do that. So don't mess up a good thing by hurting this girl by being stupid because you was thinking with your penis. But at the same time, be real with yourself and identify the reality of what you're going through and your flesh. And then just put, you know, things in place to help you navigate it. Tis all. Right. Yeah. And I would have completely agree with that. Uh the Bible says endure hardness as a good soldier. So, and read between the lines if you want to. I'm going to say that, you know, and moments like this where you <laughs> are abstinence, I'm pretty sure you're hard. You are wanting all the things. And I'm pretty sure that you were having sex prior to being in this relationship. Oh, for relationship. sure. If you, the way you described it, you were definitely smashing before this relationship. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure it's a new environment for you. It's a different situation. Uh, if you do believe that she is worth it, uh, please try to hold out if you can. Um, and be honest with her too. Like, hey. You know, I am, I, you know, I love you. I'm attracted to you. Um, you know, if you were struggling, say that you're struggling. Um, and because she might be like, oh, well, let's cuddle on the couch. And you'd be, and like, be like, nah. No, I don't want to. Like, because, you know, it to me is kind of like putting a food, a plate of food in front of me that I can't eat. Like, I don't want any parts of that. Um, so, yeah, just have the open conversations. Like Josh said, seek, seek some therapy, what have you, coping mechanisms to get through it. We've all been there at a certain point in our lives, and then there's points where we haven't been there. So, <laughs> um, let us know. Let us know what happens. Um, but if something does go down, make sure you use protection, right? You know, if if something goes down, use protection. Uh, and that's that's all I got to say. All we got to say. Um, all right. So again, if you need anything or you want to uh, send something, ask the jigsaw podcast. Nope, just ask the jigsaw at G- ask, ask the jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Active jigsaw at gmail.com. 
Yeah. All right. So and let's go to the conversations that are greater. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we are here at a greater conversation where we kind of get some things off our chest, some things that have been going on in the media, the news, whatever, even things at work, things in our life that we want to rant and rave about. Josh, do you have anything? Yeah, real quick. I want to go off on all of our parents. Y'all oh, okay. didn't prepare us mm-hmm. for adults. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nobody told us about all the things that we would have to go through in terms of bills and insurance and kids and houses and just decorating a house and, you know, maintaining a kid, like all the things that comes with being an adult. And mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. First of all, I hate adulting, but y'all made it look so great. And beautiful and lavish. Right. And we were saying stuff mm. like, I can't wait till I'm grown. And here we are grown, the new adults, and we hate it. So my greater conversation is to all the parents, but not equipping us to be responsible adults. I mean, we're responsible, <laughs> but by choice. I mean, by force, not by choice. We don't want to be here. And now we got to raise up LaCrom snatches and hopefully <laughs> teach them, you know, how to be responsible adults. I don't want that responsibility. We don't. <laughs> That's all I got to say. So parents, you owe us an apology. You should have told us that. You kept saying, don't keep saying you want to grow up. No, tell us why we shouldn't say that. Listen. (laughs) Tell us why. Tell us what. Show us. Let me look at your checkbook. Show us your ledger. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me the things, okay? Because I I don't like adults. If I can go back to high school, Brian, not necessarily because I want to be that young again, but just to to wake up and go to school, that's all I got to do. Only responsibility. That's it. It's go to school. My parents are the kind of parents who didn't force us to have jobs. So I just have to go to I just got to go to school. And good grades was the only thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good grades that helped them maintain the house. Man, you know what I would give today to just wash dishes and bring home A's? (laughs) That's it. That's it. And I complained about that, too. Oh, I complain about it all the time. My dad's (laughs) made me take the trash out at night. Are you crazy with possums and raccoons and stuff? <laughs> no, you know how pretty I am? I've been way too sexy. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's all I got. What you got, Brian? Uh, real quick, uh, the people who say that they would rather have dinner with Jay-Z than get $500,000, eh, give me my money. Give me my money. Because right. who's to say Jay-Z is going to share anything? Right. That's going <laughs> to equate to the $500,000. <laughs> Beyonce, I may think about that. That's like a once in a lifetime opportunity, but still, my, still roaming my coin. So all those who who we have the conversation, they'd be like, oh, you know, I'd rather have dinner with Jay-Z because he's going to drop some nuggets and stuff like that. Give me my 500000 and let me be on my way. Listen, and that's it. Let me tell you what Jay-Z's probably going to do. He's going to tell you the things that we already know about him. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z was able to use his rap money to mm-hmm. then invest in other business ventures. Mm-hmm. Now- did that not take a certain level of business acumen to be able to do so? For sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. But again, like the conversation we had earlier about privilege, some of the business moves he's been able to make, title, all the other things. What was it? Rockaware that he had, you know, it was in partnership with and all the other things that he's done. Rock Nation. All of that was because of all of the money he made as a rapper. <laughs> His ability to rap. Right. None of that (laughs) other stuff was because that was his first investment. 
right? Right. So again, I'm not discounting Jay Z's brilliance mm-hmm. at all. What I am saying is that there's not too much that we don't know about his success story <laughs> that he would share in a more personal lunch dinner setting. Right. And Jay Z gives me very much introvertees. So I feel like that conversation would be like pulling teeth. So boring. Like, unless he's sitting there telling me, like, hey, invest in these specific, specific things. things. Or he's willing to partner with me in like a, exactly. like a shark tank type situation. Right. Then, but if there's no guarantee for a shark tank type presentation slash situation, mm-hmm. give me my mm-hmm. 500K and let me now invest in some of the ways that he did and exactly. build wealth. And maybe, just maybe, I'll align myself with people at the Rock Nation brunch and meet Jay-Z my dang on self anyway. Yep. Jigsaw Rock Nation brunch. We said, we said it here first. We said it here first. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Right. We'll be there. And I think that concludes another episode of the another. JXL Podcast. Again, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, thank you, Puzzle Pieces for rocking with us every we single you. week. We love y'all. We appreciate mm-hmm. y'all. Um, we told y'all before that you know we got an event coming up. We got looking for a social media manager, all the things. But mostly what I'm here to do, that's Brian's job. He's going to tell you all the announcements. What I'm here to do is tell you thank you. I'm here to mm-hmm. tell you thank you for listening, that we sure appreciate you for rocking with us and being with us for almost, ooh, Going on two years in May, we've been here a mm. long time, and we shouldn't have left you without a dose deep, uh, without a ooh, I'm sleeping, without a dope beat to step two, and we won't leave you without one. Okay, we're gonna give we you one. Um, mm. But anyway, for real, though, thank you, thank you, thank you for rocking with us. We appreciate you. We could not do this without your support. Yep. Uh, again, October twenty fourth, we are going to have a good, good, good event. We're looking forward to seeing you all there. The information will be coming out pretty soon. Uh, we are excited about that. Prayers up to Joshua who's going out there to Miami. Uh, make sure he has pro- traveling mercy. Make sure you take your palm pan oil with you uh, yeah, yeah, with no, the no, mustard no, seed no. in it. Um, <laughs> and for those of our listeners, we appreciate you. We thank you for everything you do. Continue to subscribe and to share and to like. Leave a comment. Uh, make sure you give us five stars or nothing at all. Uh, follow us on different places. Check out the website. Uh, I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. The Jigsaw Podcast on social media. And we love you. We appreciate everything you do. And this has been another episode. Josh, before we go, let the people know what they need to do. Don't get college work undone. Good night. Love you. Love you.